we have a responsibility to get the work to the streets. MDOT presents the Extra Mile Podcast. Highways, um, movement of goods, these are things that we rely on every day. Got to have the ability to get their product to market. As long as you're performing, we want to be behind you pushing. Welcome in to another edition of the Extra Mile podcast presented by the Mississippi Department of Transportation. I'm MDOT Digital Media Manager Paul Katul. As always, joined by my co-host Will Kraft. He handles government and constituent affairs here at the agency. And uh, we continue to be on the road. We talked to Oxford Mayor uh, Robin Tannehill, Starkville Mayor Lynn Spruill. And uh, today we are in Macomb. We are here to talk to uh, District 7 Engineer Albert White. There's a lot of good people at MDOT. I think everybody agree he's one of the best. Uh, excited to talk to him today. Albert, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. I've been listening, and it's, it's exciting to be a part of it. My first podcast, too. Nice. There, there you go. Just a little bit of information about Albert. He's been with MDOT almost 25 years, and he's been uh, DE here in D, uh, D7, District Engineer, for almost 12 years. Uh, that covers, And District 7 covers 13 counties in southwest uh, Mississippi. So let's get to know you a little bit. So obviously you've been with MDOT for a while. Just kind of take us through your career and up to becoming uh, District 7 Engineer. Oh, wow. It's, it's been an awesome journey. And, and one of the things I tell a lot of our folks, especially – we're going through some leadership training with our AITs and are starting it with our superintendents is, is just how God leads you throughout your career. And, and coming out of Ole Miss, I knew I wanted to be with MDOT. Uh, and, and probably the biggest part of that was I knew I wanted to be able to serve in a church and in our community, but also wanted to have a family and be able to spend time with my family. But I also wanted a job that you could serve others in. and, and MDOT's just the perfect exit place and uh, had a several offers, so that, that's where we started. Started off working at the Whitfield Project office okay. in Jackson, so, uh, and it just seemed how God put all that together and lined it up. Uh, my sister was in Jackson, so I had a place to stay. You know, when you start out of college, you, you're usually broke. Uh, I think I had about $150 to my name when I started and had to live a month off of that. Sure. Uh, and like I said, I was blessed with my, my sister and her roommate were in Jackson and they had an extra bedroom. So I was able to stay there till I could get on my feet. So, so it's like God puts all those pieces together. But, but the big part is, is it was a place to serve and it was a place you could be involved in the community. It's a place you could have a family and, and, and really spend time with your family. Absolutely. How long were you in Jackson there before you came down to McGee? Oh, there's so many years gone by, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I was actually at the Whitfield office for seven, eight years, uh, and then transferred into construction division downtown. Uh, and, and through construction, I was able to work with, for the most of the time, with District 2 out of, out of Batesville okay. and stuff. Uh, you know, so I got to meet all those folks that work for MDOT up there and get involved in projects. And even now, I see some that we started preliminary stuff on that are getting developed still. And or their work building them right now. Uh, so, so I was able to, to, to go there for a couple years. And, and while I was in construction division, uh, uh, Brad Lewis was the, the, the construction engineer for the state at the time. He was trying to change things up, shift his staff around. And so he, he asked if I'd want to do District 7. And I was like, well, yeah, that's where I kind of grew up down there. So I know those places. And uh, so, so I got to come down here and 
with that, I got to know the people in District 7. Uh, and it wasn't too long, a year maybe, the engineer at Mendenhall uh, got another job and left an opening. And at that time, we had just moved to McGee. Okay. Uh, where my wife, her family was there. So Mendenhall and McGee is seven miles apart. Uh, and as you know, don't say we're from Mendenhall. That's right. Because folks sure from McGee get mad about that <laughs> and vice versa. So, uh, uh, so that's, that position came open. And so I, I took the job at Mendenhall and worked as a construction engineer or assistant construction engineer for a few years, as well as the, the, the resident there and at Foxworth. And man, like I said, I had a lot of chances to meet a lot of folks here. And, uh, about 13 years ago, uh, uh, Melinda McGrath offered me the job here as a DE, and, and a lot more to that story, but, you know, again, God just put in places and lined it all up, and it, it fell in, and, and I love it. I, I think I got the best best district as far as staff goes of anybody. We may not have all the work and all the money that other districts have, but but uh, I think it's a great, the best bunch of people to work with. Well, then you awesome. kind of, the next question I would ask you, you know, you kind of alluded to your answer right there. I mean, what are some of the things that have kept you here for that long? The people. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I always tell folks, especially the younger engineers and the younger leaders, and I ask them, I said, what do you think you're, is the, the hardest thing to deal with at MDOT? And they'll give varied answers and stuff, and you know I'll tell them it's probably people, right? If you've dealt with staff and you've supervised folks, that's hard. But then I go back with the next question: What is the best thing that you deal with, or the? And it's people. Yeah. I mean, the, the people here are good, and I'm not just talking about District Seven. I've had the chance to walk work across the, the state and downtown, and. Man, MDOT's loaded with good people, uh, and, and they step up. They step up for each other, and they step up to do the job. Uh, and I've seen it for 25 years. That's yeah. the, that's what keeps me here. Well, and awesome. it, you're not the only one to say that, right? To Commissioner Hall, I've heard it, you know, multiple occasions how, you know, it was it cherished so much his time at MDOT because it, <clears throat> it truly, excuse me, truly felt like a family. Um, and I know Brad has said that on many occasions in his last, uh, or in his time already as the, as the executive director, just the relationships and that work-life balance that, that MDOT provides. Oh yeah, it's, it's great, the balance of, uh, uh, as a DE, the, the, it got very complicated as far as doing trips and mission trips, uh, but I've been able to go on mission trips, especially early in my career, and be involved with different ministries and stuff, and, and even now as a, as a parent, I get to go to my kids' ball games. Right. Uh, that's huge. Uh, just, it's huge for them, for us to go. So, no doubt. So, yeah, everybody always talks about how close District Seven is, and it's a great testament to your uh, to your leadership for sure. Um, you've been here a while, so can you take us through maybe some of your most memorable projects that you've worked on, accomplished during uh, your time yeah. here? Yeah, uh, uh, just two of them. Is one is one of the first ones I worked on, and it was actually in District Five. Uh, was when we widened Lakeland Drive from the interstate to, to Airport Road. Uh, I was an EIT right out of school, and that's the first project I worked on. Uh, and all the engineers on it left, though, and so I ended up having to finalize it, which if, if you're an engineer with the department that's been in the project office, 
to, to final a job that somebody else did for the most part was is, is difficult because you weren't there the whole time. Yeah. But but I was able to be there probably in the middle of when it started and see a lot and probably one of the best experience in learning. But to to drive down Lakeland Drive and say I know when we did this, uh, we put those girders across the Pearl River Bridge and seeing them bring cranes on the banks and one in the river and passing the steel girders back and forth. Uh, you know, those are things you'll always remember. Absolutely. And, and the other one is here in District 7 was the Mississippi River Bridge at Natchez when we made the, the pin and link repairs. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, I think y'all, some of y'all were here during that time that it was a job that, a repair that had never been made on that type bridge anywhere. So it was one of the first of its kind. It was the first of its kind. So being a part of that, even going, we got an award for it. Uh, I went to Washington with, at the time, the chief engineer and I went, and James Williams was the chief. And to, to be a part of something that special, an award of a, for something that had never been done. Uh, so, so that was cool. To, to see that and be a part of that and just that it's the Mississippi River Bridge yeah you know one of the main passing points there there is in the state and the major river in the world so so to say you've done that uh, is awesome probably the days I remember out there one of them was when we were doing some preliminary studies before we did that job and we were out on the bridge and there's this young eagle flying over the river diving trying to catch some some wood ducks that are coming down the river floating down the river and every time he'd dive those wood ducks would go underwater <laughs> and he'd hover and hover in that spot and they'd pop up over there and, uh, and you could tell it was a young eagle because it had his size and stuff but he was trying to learn how to hunt but we stood there probably 30 minutes on that bridge to watch watch and those are some of the memories you get by just being out in the field and and uh, seeing it that Absolutely. most people won't ever have. No doubt. No doubt. Kind of keeping on that, <clears throat> maybe not uh, the most memorable projects, but talking about projects going on here, we'll skip around a little bit, but got a, a, a good bit going on uh, in the district right now. Any kind of projects you want to highlight? Well, a lot of our, our lottery projects are, are wrapping up. Yeah, lottery uh, stuff. So we're, we're hope can't wait till the next group comes around. Right. Uh, but most of them are finishing up that, that's in our area. Uh, some of the big ones, so, so right now, most of what is, we've had is overlays. We're, we're not as, we don't have the traffic, so we don't have the huge uh, add, adding additional lane type projects. Uh, but we've had that. We've had a, a bridge replacement in Marion County that just got completed on 198. Uh, and it was, a, it, was, it was a good, unique little project, good for our young engineers to see and to get some experience. Uh, those, that group of engineers down there fixing to replace the Pearl River bridges on 98 in the next couple of years. So it's a good prep job Absolutely. To, to see that. That's going to be a huge job for us. The, the other job coming up in the next year and a half is here in Macomb on the interstate on I-55. Uh, right out from where we're at is the last concrete section remaining of the original interstate right. when it was built. So we'll rubbleize it, which means to break it up into concrete, little small stones, and pave over it with asphalt. Uh, the concrete is way past its life, uh, and just to keep it repaired is more costly than than doing the rubbleization process and and, and paving over it. Uh, and in that project, we'll also lower, uh, not lower, raise some bridges as well, 
to improve clearance and uh, make some modifications at some of the interchange. And that'll be a huge, uh, probably $60, $70 million job in our wow. area that's for District 7. That's, a, that's huge. Uh, so uh, we, we're really excited about it and the bridge replacement in Marion County and, and a few other bridge replacements coming up, in, one in Simpson and Franklin County that not only are they good jobs and needed jobs, it also gives our young folks some experience with the construction process. So. Sure. Right on. And you mentioned, uh, you know, overlays and lottery. But I mean, especially with you kind of talking about the district, uh, more overlays than kind of big projects. Has that lottery been a big impact for you guys? Oh, yeah, it, it's huge. If you ride around our district, you can see how much extra we were able to hit. Uh, the unfortunate part is the cost going up this last, yeah. just the last six, eight months has, I, I've told folks before and told y'all earlier that, that we all were on this high because look at all the money we're getting to, to do all this extra work and then the costs go up so high and it's like you come back to reality. Yeah. This is all we're going to be able to do. It's still more. Sure. Right. I can't imagine what it would be without the lottery. Uh, you might, and just in our 13 counties, if we didn't have the lottery, we would probably do four overlays a year. Wow. Yeah. Well, with the lottery, we're probably doing an additional seven overlays. That's awesome. That's even with the money like it is now. Now, when, when if prices can go back down to somewhere reasonable or, or there is additional funding, you just think how you go from 11 overlays to 15 to 20 overlays in these 13 counties. It makes a huge difference. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So we, we're excited that the lottery has been great for, for the area. We've got a lot of things we didn't think we would be getting for six or seven years, getting it paved. So uh, we are excited and look forward to hopefully getting some additional funds or additional ways to address that because uh, we are still behind sure. uh, where we want our roads to be. Yeah, there you go. So. Well, that's all significant money for sure. So, so Albert, we, we know you're on a little bit of a health journey. You've been an inspiration to us all. Can you kind of take us through that a little bit? Yeah, uh, actually, a year ago today, November 1st, is when I found out I had cancer. Uh, and, and we're actually on our, I guess you'd say, our third round of the, of the journey. Uh, it's one of those things you, you think about, we think about it, and it's not a thing you want to hear, but through this process, God has been so good to us. And first of all, knowing that he's with us as we walk through it, but, but also the way he's allowed people around us to, to encourage us and to build up our family. Uh, that's probably one of the, if I ever get to, when I ever get to retirement age, <laughs> it's going to be the hardest thing is because so many people have been so good to us here at MDOT. And that's all I can think of. I don't want to leave those people. Um, but not talking about retirement so yeah. but in this journey into health that that is the biggest thing is seeing what people in our church and our community even in our industry is the construction engineering and, and especially the MDOT people uh, have, have just carried us through this and, and we're just hopefully to get started on treatment soon again for this third round uh, uh, we always know that God's in control uh, I told y'all earlier this just being learning to be satisfied where God has us is where we're at because uh, again he's always provided he's always put people in our path to encourage us uh, and advocate for us and it has been a journey you don't want to go on but it has been an awesome journey with God and with the people God has put in our path and I always want to say thank you to the MDOT folks that statewide that have have carried my family 
and I through this so far, and I do appreciate it. And hey, it's a good prognosis, and we're fighting it, and we're gonna keep fighting it. So, man, and just you know, I think I, I can speak for everybody. You know, your your faith and your resilience throughout all this, um, and your commitment to your your folks here at MDOT, even while you're undergoing all this, is just such a testament to your character. Um, and the good man, great man that you are. Um, so I, I know, I, I, again, I feel pretty comfortable. I speak for everybody at MDOT, man. We, we thoroughly appreciate you uh, and your kind words. I mean, we should be uh, we should be doling more of those appreciations on you than, than you the other way. So oh, yeah. thank you for everything you do, man. And for being you, for being Albert, taking care of the D7 down here. Well, I appreciate it. And I, I'll just challenge people because I can name names right now, and I'm not because I, I, I didn't ask permission for, for them. But there are a lot of folks in our MDOT family they're going to think through things even worse than I am. And I think that's the good thing about MDOT. You may not hear about them, but the folks around them are taking care of them that are with MDOT. Uh, but I can think of people right now. And, and you know, it's just keep encouraging the folks you're around. I, I, I try to remind our leaders and our young people here, uh, and I look at you, you two, both of y'all are young to me. So, uh, uh, Appreciate Paul, Paul and Will, y'all. But always keep people as a priority. Always faith is priority. But here, when we're doing our jobs, the job will take care of itself as long as we take care of our people. Uh, so, so pray for your folks, serve your folks, encourage your folks, and at whatever position you're at in MDOT, because it is. I see the impact of that, and and like I said, that's what we need. Because we'll, the job will take care of itself if we take care of our people. I have uh, I have a sneaky suspicion that most of your folks down here are ready to run through a brick wall for you, if need oh, yeah. be. Uh, I think you've taken care of folks. I no got doubt. good people. We're Very all good. on. Well, we are all on your side for sure, Albert. And we, of course, appreciate the kind words. Will, um, why don't you take us home with, yeah, with our man. favorite question? Absolutely. We're out and about once again, as always. Seems like these days, we like yes. to eat. Drew, we like to eat. Paul. So, Albert, we were looking, maybe you could give us a lunch suggestion. You got a favorite spot around here in the area? Maybe one even um, outside the area that you don't get to pop into often. Uh, there, there are a lot. I like to eat, as y'all can see. So, we like to eat. So That's why we all get along. That's right. My <laughs> wife, just so she knows, hers is the best cooking. Hey, so, there you so go. I don't, I don't want to. Smart man. But I can't always be at home. Uh, and, and Natchez, we like several places. Rue 61 is a favorite from, of mine and a lot of my staff. Okay. Uh, it's more of a seafood place. Uh, so you got Bogachita Boys in, in Bogachita between here and Brookhaven. It's a new restaurant that uh, is, is a favorite of some of our folks. Okay. Uh, you got the, the, the dinner bell here in Macomb. Everybody usually wants to come to Macomb and eat, and it's a round table type yep. restaurant. Oh, nice. And then on the other side, you got berries. Everybody loves berry seafood if you, if you want to eat a lot. Uh, you got it in McGee. Uh, and you, you, of course, got Zips in McGee. There it is. You know that one well. So, and I know our director knows about Very Zips. much so, right. So uh, that's not the only place. There's a lot of good places. It's, it's finding those little hole-in-the-walls that nobody really knows other than the locals. Yep. That's the cool thing is sometimes finding them because uh, we have a lot of those little gems uh, around southwest Mississippi. So we might have to help. To, uh, if you come to, down here in our 13 counties and you need to know exact place, call me. I'll even shout out, give Matt Dukas a call. Yeah. Matt is the, he knows where everything is to eat and, uh, and what to eat at each one. So, but let us know and we'll direct you in the right place. Perfect. <laughs>
Amazing. We got plenty of stops. We got like four places we got to go for lunch. <laughs> oh yeah, we're out of the list is coming becoming out of control of all the places we have to eat, but that's a that's a good thing. It's gonna be a very fun follow up tour. Yes, yes, Albert, we really appreciate you letting us come uh, down to District Seven and talk. You are just an inspirational guy, awesome dude, doing great work down here. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Paul. Thank thank you both. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, Thank you to everyone out there, all of our listeners, for tuning into the Extra Mile podcast. Remember, you can listen and watch episodes by visiting goem.com forward slash the extra mile. Uh, we want to thank our editor, Drew Hall, our producer, Katie Hornsby. They do a lot of work behind the scenes to make this show happen. Uh, remember to follow us on social media. Updates can be found at Mississippi DOT on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Um, you can get a lot of information there. So yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap things up with a tagline. Remember to drive smart out there on Mississippi highways. 